Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, hello, everyone. Here we are another week. Man, what a hot week this is going to be. We're looking at the highest temperature of 108 here in Fresno, California. That's crazy. But today's episode is going to be, Can Medicinal Marijuana Treat Depression? So I'm going to stay with the um, same topic of marijuana and see if these things can help you if you have depression. I know um, for myself, I do. And it was before I ended up with the uh, neuropathy. But, you know, during this time, it's, it's progressively gotten worse. Yeah, I do take medication for it, but it's not 100%. But I try to get through my days and survive as much as I can. One thing I want to say, though, is the alpha lipoic acid that I've been using for about a month now. I, it, to me, it feels like it's working pretty good. The edge has been taken off the pain. Um, like I said, I'm usually getting a 10 the whole time. It's probably about an 8 now. But you know what? That's better than a 10. Let me tell you, I can tell the difference. And it seems to be working for me. You know, might be something you want to talk to your doctor about and try it out and see if it's going to work for you. But any little bit of taking away that pain is going to help. Trust me. I mean, we all know that there's no cure out there, but if we can find anything reasonable for us to take, you know, let's give everyone that opportunity to let us all know what you think, what works for you, what doesn't, so we all can try it out for ourselves. But like I said, we're going to be talking about uh, marijuana again. That's going to be, that's usually a hot topic, especially here with my podcast. A lot of people want to know how that works you got to remember some of the states are still um marijuana is not something you can have it's against the law to have california you can have it and you're able to have it within your household but the thing is though you know it's a state law but it's not a federal law so you know they're still uh they still have it rated as a scheduled one um drug so you know in regards to the federal you can still get you know, busted by having marijuana. So, you you know, you want to be careful. And again, talk to your doctor because sometimes uh, pain doctors, they take urine tests like every six months. You need to be very careful that you don't get caught up in that and then lose your doctor. So my recommendation is just flat out talk to your doctor about it and tell him, you know what, hey, my medication's not working. Can I use this or can I try this then? It worked for me. I just put it on the table and told him, you know, there's nothing more he can do for me in regards to increasing my medication for pain. So I'm going to start doing this. And I flat out told him, and he agreed with me. So 
Try it. See if it works. Now, medical marijuana for depression. If you've been feeling sadness, you can't shake, or a lack of interest in activities you once enjoyed, you may be suffering from depression. And you're not alone. Depression affects some 350 million people across the globe. This common mood order is the leading cause of disability worldwide. Yet many people who have depression do not get the help they need. There are many treatments currently available, including oral medications and different therapies. Researchers are beginning to explore medicinal marijuana as an additional treatment. Here's more about the use of medical marijuana for depression, its benefits, and its possible side effects. You know, there was one thing I forgot to tell you guys. Um, in order for me to set up my podcast episodes to get paid, you know, from um, monetization, not through you guys, but through different companies, I have to run my... Um, episodes at least 25 minutes long so some of these episodes might be doubled up in regards to i may speak about two different uh, subjects so i just want you guys to be aware of that so what are the benefits of medical marijuana medical uh, marijuana can be used as a tool for pain management medicinal marijuana may relieve symptoms of anxiety and it's also recognized as a potential treatment for nausea and vomiting related to chemotherapy a 2014 study published by the Hawaii Journal of Medicine and Public Health highlighted pain management as a potential benefit for medical marijuana. Participants in the study reported a 64% decrease in pain while using marijuana. Many also experienced a decrease in anxiety and better sleep while using the drug. A 2012 study explored cannabis as a means of controlling uh, spasticity in people with multiple sclerosis. On average, participants had about 30% less spasticity while using this treatment. Other potential benefits include relief from involuntary movements associated with movement disorders, nausea, particularly from chemotherapy, sleep disorders, and HIV-related weight loss. Research is still ongoing in these areas to determine the short and long-term effects of use. The evaluation of medical marijuana for depression is still in its early stages. Right now, researchers share that possible benefits include restoration of normal endocannabinoid function and mood stabilization. Scientists at the University of Buffalo have begun looking into medicinal marijuana as a possible treatment for depression caused by chronic stress. The school's research institute on addictions has been focusing specifically on brain chemicals called endocannabinoids. These are naturally produced chemical compounds. They play a role in motor control, cognition, emotions, and behavior. They also have a chemical makeup similar to that of cannabis. The scientists have performed their studies on animals and not, in, not on humans, yet they have discovered that chronic stress may suppress the brain's production of the cannabinoids. They found that this can lead to depression-like behavior. Introducing cannabis into the system may help restore normal levels of function this may ease symptoms of depression. 
More studies are needed to access the true benefits and disadvantages of marijuana as a potential therapy for people with depression. So here's some of the risks and warnings. Side effects may vary depending on the method of consumption. Views are mixed on whether marijuana can lead to depression or treat depression. And finally, marijuana use may trigger schizophrenia or psychosis in people at higher risk of these conditions. However, research isn't conclusive. In a group surveyed by marijuana usage for chronic pain, 71% didn't report any significant side effects. 6% reported a cough or throat irritation. And you know what? That usually comes along with, with uh, smoking marijuana. There isn't any clear evidence to suggest that marijuana causes depression. However, there may be a link between the two. Some research suggests regular or heavy users of the drug are diagnosed with depression more than any of the non-smokers. Marijuana has also been linked with other mental health conditions. If you're at high risk of psychosis, it's important to know that marijuana may trigger schizophrenia or psychosis. Psychosis is a serious mental disorder characterized by detachment from reality. Symptoms can include hallucinations and delusions. The potential side effect of marijuana use may depend on the way you take it. Medicinal marijuana can be taken as a spray, pill, or patches. Research is ongoing with the traditional recreational methods such as smoking or vaping. The researchers at University of Buffalo are currently trying to figure out if a certain extract called cannabinoid could give the mood-boosting benefits without leading to drug dependency. I'm sorry, but for myself, I don't see no drug dependency, and I don't see and I don't find marijuana to be the gateway to other drugs, like most people say. So here's our traditional treatments for depression. Treatment of depression is unique to you and severity of, of your case. It's possible to successfully manage and treat mild, moderate, or severe depression. Mild depression may respond well to psychosocial treatments such as psychotherapy, also referred to as talk therapy. Drugs usually aren't recommended as a treatment for mild cases of depression. Psychological treatments, such as behavioral or interpersonal psychotherapy, are also a good first step for people who have moderate to severe depression. Antidepressants are another tool some doctors use for more se uh, severe depression cases. Examples include selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors and tricyclic antidepressants. Drugs can carry potential side effects and should be used under a doctor's supervision. Antidepressants must be used with, with caution in children and teenagers with depression. So next, tools for coping with depression. After you and your doctor develop a treatment plan, you can take further steps at home to cope with depression. Try cutting out extra responsibilities and stressors in your life. Give yourself room to breathe when you're feeling down. Add more structure to your day. You can set reminders on your phone when you have events or other can't-miss responsibilities. Consist, uh, consider journaling. This can be a healthy outlet for you to openly and honestly divulge feelings of sadness, anger, or fear. 
and that was journaling, journals, so write it in a journal. Seek out groups that help with mental health. Your employer or church may have an assistance program that can help. Try not to isolate yourself. Although this can be difficult when you're feeling low, having a support network around, around you has number, a number of benefits. Discover new and fun ways to relieve stress and bad emotions. It could be as simple as taking a daily walk, striking, you know, striking some yoga poses, or trying meditation. Bottom line, although research in the field looks promising, more work needs to be done to access whether medical marijuana is an effective treatment for depression. Beyond that, only 24 states of the District of Columbia allow the use of marijuana or medicinal use at this time. So if you're interested in a potential therapy and live in an area where medicinal marijuana is legal, consider discussing this with your doctor. They can help you determine whether this is a great option for you. Your doctor can also guide you through other options for treatment. Together you can develop the best strategy for you. I still got a little time left, so let's go um, talk about the effects of cannabis on your body for those that have never used it before. The flower of the cannabis plant is used for its recreational and medicinal purposes. The stalk or the stem of the cannabis plant is used for industrial purposes. The seed of the cannabis plant is used for food and household uh, purposes. Cannabis is also known as pot, weed, and a dozen other names. While many people smoke or vape it, you can also use cannabis as an ingredient in food, beverages, and topicals. Different methods of uh, ingesting cannabis may affect your body differently. When you inhale cannabis smoke into your lungs, the compounds immediately enter your bloodstream and quickly make their way to your brain and other organs. The effects may onset within seconds to minutes. Usually with me, it takes you know, minutes. Mine aren't really quick. Um, when you eat or drink cannabis-containing products, the, the compounds need to first pass through your digestive system and liver before reaching bloodstream. The effects may be onset within minutes to hours. There's, on, there's an ongoing debate around the effects of cannabis on the body. People report various uh, physical and psychological effects from harm and discomfort to pain and relief and relaxation. Cannabinoids are the active ingredients in, can in cannabis. They're found nowhere else in nature. THC is responsible for the intoxicating effects of cannabis. It also has potential medicinal effects for conditions such as pain, nausea, reduced appetite, and insomnia. CBD is non-intoxicating it has potential medicinal effects for, co for conditions such as epilepsy and anxiety. However, there's not much we know about THC and CBD. While the National Institutes of Health has funded research into the possible medicinal uses of THC and CBD, research is incredibly difficult and slow due to the federal pro prohibition and classification of cannabis as a Schedule One drug, and there are more than a hundred unique cannabinoids in cannabis. Science has only scratched the surface of what these other cannabinoids can do. In recent years, the medicinal properties of cannabis have gained public acceptance, 
As of March 2021, 36 states plus the District of Columbia have legalized cannabis for recreational or medicinal use. And I, I think there's a lot more than that. I got, Let me see when this came out here. This, this report I have here that I'm looking over, I think it was 2010, I think it said. So, you know, this is kind of old. So there's, there's, there's a lot more information out there right now. And I think some more states have also said yes to it. So, you know, you need to find out what the laws are in your area before um, trying to get any of this cannabis-related products. And real quick, how cannabis affects the body. Memory problems, TC changes the way a part of your brain called the hippocampus processes information so it can affect your ability to form new memories. Uh, it also has a dopamine release. Cannabis triggers the release of dopamine in the brain, triggering feelings of euphoria and potentially heightening your sensory, sensory uh, perception. Slowed reaction time, cannabis may alter your balance, coordination, and reflex response. This could affect things such as your ability to drive. Impaired judgment, THC alters the way you process information, so your judgment may be impaired. Uh, you also get a weakened immune system, glaucoma relief, respiratory effects, effects on digestion, effects during pregnancy, effects on circulation, and finally effects on uh, pain relief. Cannabis may temporarily help relieve pain and inflammation in the body. And, and it helps me for a short period of time. But this article that I'm, gonna, that I'm using right now, again, it will be posted in my Facebook page, Neuropathy Support Group and Podcasts. And so you'll be able to view it there. But I, what I want you to do is, is read the whole article. I mean, it keeps on going. It talks about different other um, subjects, you know, in regards to marijuana, where it says, you know, it also says marijuana de detox, what you should know about it. There's also a section on is smoking weed good or bad for erectile dysfunction. And the last one down here is marijuana abuse and addiction. So there's so many, um, so many more articles on that, on marijuana that you could go over. But, you know, just take the time, look them over. And again, if you're considering using it, check with your doctor. All right. Well, that finishes this week's episode. I want to thank you all again for being part of my show here and being part of your show. Because this is all for us. All of us that deal with some type of pain. We're all trying to find ways to relieve our pain. I know there's no cure. But where there are things that can help us a little bit during the day. Get out there and enjoy the summer. Summer's almost done. Enjoy this weather. Here in Fresno, it's going to be over 110. So I'm not going to enjoy it very much. But I have a pool. I'm going to jump into that. But until next week, all of you take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next week. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.